Good morning, beloved. Happy 2022. Happy 2022. Be excited. Come ahead, those who are sitting behind. Welcome all the newcomers. Welcome, sons on Zoom. Uh, you know, write to us if you've been blessed by our messages. Our handle is at Beloved Sons of God on Facebook. So write to us if you live in Bombay. Uh, you know, again, write to us and we'll tell you where we gather. We'll share our address with you so you can be part of other sons. Uh, also, if you uh, if you want to join us live on Zoom, uh, then again, we'll add you. We have a read-only oneness group. So we'll add you on it and you can join us even live for our services. Um, so yeah, today's message is going to be awesome. I was asking the father, I said, what do I share for the first message of 2022? What should the message be? And guess what I got? Just remind them that they have a father. <laughs> that they are fathered sons. Not just sons. Fathered sons. Beloved means you have to have a father. Okay? And so that's my message today and what I want you to remember for the rest of the year. So can I have my board up? So I've put the, um, a PDF file. Uh, those are online again. Uh, below the sermon is a link and if you click on it, it's going to open up to the PDF file of all the scripture verses I'm taking. So I'm going to do part one and part two. So, uh, you know, if we can't finish today, then we'll have the next week also. And this whole month is going to be about the finished work. Another word for finished work, I would like to say fathered life, a fathered life. Okay, so um, <clears throat> let's get into the, the word. I've titled it as, someone wants to read what I've titled it as? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I was looking up that verse online. It has many different connotations of who's your daddy. But the simplicity and purity, uh, uh, purity of that word, you know, if you went, all of y'all, if you went to school, there was an open day in school. You know what an open day is? When you show all the reports. And on the open day, all the parents come to the school. And that's the one time that the kids get to see who's their daddy. Who are their parents? And then some kids really boasted, like, you know, they came in these big cars and they had this whole entitlement that this is my daddy. And so they had a, a different boldness the way they walked. I was talking to, I have another uh, friend who's a teacher in one of the very big schools, like one of these rich schools, and there all these celebrity children come. Okay, and they have their surnames. They are known by their last name, not their first name. They are known like so-and-so Khan, or so-and-so Kapoor, or so-and-so Tendulkar, okay? And the kids walk in their father's name. And they have this boastfulness and an entitlement that comes knowing who's my daddy. And so even the other kids are so scared to mess with them because if you're a politician, son, oh, let's not mess with this kid because he walks in the boldness of his father, okay? And so... I want you to see today, and so now there is a downside, like we, we, when we have those kids going to school and that's where they have uniforms in India especially, so that there's uniformity, so that children feel that they're one, that there's no entitlement that comes from the parents. But I'm looking at it for a son, it's okay that you get that boast from your father. And we're going to look at today Jesus' life, okay, again, go through, uh, you know, some scriptures in John. I've taken the sermon, Fathered Son. Go over it if you've not heard it. Uh, it comes, I think I've taken it after Beloved. You are the Beloved Son and then I've taken the next one as Fathered Son. And um, so I think it'll be, uh, you know, parallel if you hear that uh, sermon also today. But we're going to read Jesus's 
uh, all of the verses that he takes and he really boasts in his father and he gets his security from his father and you can see any kid in school who is very secure in who his father is if he knows then he is also bold and he is rested he is a bit carefree also because he gets his um, his identity from his his parents his father okay and so i've i've called it today who's your daddy and the whole year i want you to remember who's your daddy where your origin is from your origin is not from adam who's your daddy your origin is from him because if you remember who's your daddy then you'll remember who you are and you'll learn to relax and rest uh you know so i have um, before new years i had some people message me and then i hear the problems and i can see all the problems that they're there and they're very real some it's relationships some in health some in finances and then uh, what i've seen sometimes common is they're so engrossed in scripture and they're telling me so much scripture and they have it all here and then i feel like taking all scripture and paper away and just telling them can't you relax knowing that you have a father you are so bound up in scripture i said forget all scripture one thing i want you to know go to sleep knowing that you have someone looking over you and what what no scripture i said no nothing go to sleep knowing that you have a father and then i see sometimes it's an orphan heart so all sonship you will not understand if you don't know you have a father because to be a son you have to first have a father and a father can only be a father if there is a son i love my mom but before me she was just saroj sarojini after i was born she got her identity as mother and so the son gives the identity to his father and without the father is there a son there is no son they both go hand in hand and so sonship really means to always know that you're loved that you have a father that it's two that's why there is no oneness you will not understand oneness if you don't know you are two you are never alone what a lovely testimony that heenal shared and this is so it is so beautiful okay she's looking for a it's raining cats and dogs on that day and i remember that day it was very very cold can you fix this it was very cold and um, <clears throat> she was looking for a rickshaw something so simple like a rickshaw and there are couples standing i'm repeating this again for because it's not recorded on this there are many couples standing and the rickshaw guy so goes ahead of one couple second couple and then he comes to her and says i will drop you home something so simple she he drops her exactly where she wants to be and then the rickshaw goes and behind the rickshaw is written jesus loves you i i love i love these testimonies what do they just show that the father just loves you that you're not alone that in all of the things i see you i remember you and you today we are going to read all these scriptures and you'll see in everything jesus says i am not alone i am not alone i am not alone and in all things every time i'm reading i keep seeing Jesus knows that he's not alone there's always two he's always with the father and there's a security that comes and so what is the one message for this whole year who's your daddy <laughs> your fathered okay f a t 
H F A T H E R E D. Your fathered. Okay? Can everyone see that? Your fathered. Your whole life is fathered. Finished work means it's a fathered work. Your father's work. So you learn to relax. Okay. So I'm just going to draw something out here. This is the door. Jesus is the door. The cross is the door. Okay. From an orphan to if you've accepted Christ in your heart, you've become born again. It means now you're back home with your father. And so this is your rest. That my life is fathered. You're here. You were here before. Through Christ, someone told you about Jesus, and now you're here. Your whole life is a fathered, fathered life. Okay? So let's see. <clears throat> let's get into scripture, okay? Matthew 3, 17. So this is what our foundation of our church is based on. If you read that little, uh, you know, uh, our logo, it says, let's read that. Matthew 3.17. Okay, now Jesus is just baptized. He comes out of the water. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. I've shared this before, but I want to share this on the first Sunday of the new year, that the father did not say, this is my righteous son in whom I'm well pleased. This is my holy son in whom I'm well pleased. This is my perfect son in whom I'm well pleased, although he is all of these. He is my most powerful son in whom I'm well pleased. He chooses to say, this is my loved son. This is the son whom I love, beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And in knowing that he is the beloved, beloved simply means constantly knowing that you're not alone. <laughs> that no problem is coming to you alone. It's coming to two. You're always two. It's always him in you doing everything. And knowing, being in the security that he's just loved, he goes and conquers sin and death for you and me. And it's almost like the father saying, this is enough for my son to hear it, that he knows that he's loved, that I am with him in all things, he can go take down anything. And remember in the wilderness, when the devil comes to, comes to lie to him, comes to deceive him, what happens? The devil says, if you are the son of God, he drops that word beloved. Because if the devil reminds you you're beloved, he has no power over you. He drops, he just says, if you are the son of God, yeah, jump from here. Because the angels will hold you up. If you are the son of God, uh, God, turn the rock into bread. Because the word says, you know, that you can do this. But uh, Jesus says, no man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that God speaks. Okay? And then after that, after he could stand in that temptation, he didn't fall for that temptation. Guess what happens? Guess who was running? The devil was running and Jesus is just walking ahead. Okay? And so what is the security that you need to know? Your whole life is fathered. Jesus, his whole life, and we're going to read that today, you see in all things, he knows, he talks where he comes from. And then he's constantly saying, I'm not from here, I'm from above. He's constantly boasting about his origin, he's boasting about his father, and then he's bold in all things. 
Okay, and we're going to read that today. So now let's look at John 1.17. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen the Father at any time. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. I love this because when you read John, this is the first thing that it says that Jesus came declaring who? People say the kingdom. It's not the kingdom. He's boasting about his father. He's reuniting you back to your father. Think about it. Yesterday, even I was just preparing this message, uh, actually this morning. Last night, I was just, I like to read sometimes and then everything comes together at some point, okay? So, um, I was reading, so I was meditating on, you know, when the fall happened, imagine the father made, I know that it says God made Adam to have dominion. But when I was reading after Adam sinned, it says that God gave him a tunic. Because Adam tried to make, uh, you know, with fig leaves, a covering for himself. And then God sort of killed the first animal, shed blood, to cover him because your sins and mine can't go be covered by fig leaves, right? It needs blood sacrifice. And so blood covering. And then I see later on that when God, that entire journey where God was bringing his children out of uh, Egypt into the promised land, it says here, let me just read that. I'm on uh, Deuteronomy 7. It says, for you are a holy people to the Lord, your God. The Lord, your God, has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples of the, of the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the least of all the people. Verse 8, but because the Lord loves you. Just simple why he's doing this. Just because the Father loves you. And then I see in one verse it says, you know, the journey from, the, from Egypt into the promised land, there was a shortcut. They could have gone via this one place. But it says that the father chose not to. Because he was thinking, suppose I bring my children out and they face these people and they go through battle. Egypt was a place for the newcomers. It was a place of toil, of labor, where they were slaves. And these Egyptians were lording over them. Like, and God always makes the reference that we came out of Egypt. That means from this realm of working into the promised land. Into a promised land of rest. Where everything is done for you. Everything is fathered. Imagine coming in. I love this decor and this place. Because it really looks like someone went ahead and did it for you. And then you just entered it without designing it and telling them what you want. How lovely is it? You really feel loved because someone went and did something for you and you feel like you're fathered. So it says that God took them through a long cut. He, he, he said that, you know, I'm going to take my children not through Philistine or this other place, even though it's closer for the promised land. Because he said that they might go back to Egypt. They might run and I want to bring my children to the promised land. So he took them through the wilderness, long cut. He's taking us through long cut to the promised land and guess what happened in wilderness? Now you think in wilderness there's nothing. If they go through another city, it has everything. It has food, it has other supplies. But God thought it was better to go through wilderness. Why? He doesn't need the supplies because he is the provider for everything. 
and everything in the wilderness they had to do they saw supernatural food manna that they never saw never heard of also before what manna was because it came from heaven he gave them water and then it actually says you know through all of this wilderness your clothes didn't wear out your feet also weren't they weren't hurting you none of your bodies were also feeble because i was there for you and then it says that so your dependency would come on me you would know what it is like to be fathered and then coming into a promised land okay but god chose that just because he loved them so much like let me not because they will run back to egypt run back to the world and start thinking like the patterns and cycles of the world let me get them back i'm going to take them through a long cut and sometimes that's what's happening where your dependency is coming out from man and on the things into him and what he says what your father says and so I was looking at the fall yesterday and i was like adam imagine god has made his children out of the dust and now he simply says beta don't eat out of this tree because the minute you eat out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil death is going to come into the death is going to come in you're not going to live forever death cycle you'll enter another cycle okay and eat out of any tree including there was a tree of life and then what happened adam just didn't listen to his daddy and then someone else showed up representing or looking like his daddy the devil comes disguised making him think that he's got better intentions for adam than his daddy and then lies to him and makes something bad look good and daddy's children got lost to someone else who's not their daddy and i was thinking all that the father wants is your heart and bringing you back to him where the children simply hear what their parents say like you know as kids when kids talk like i have two nephew and nieces when they come and they sometimes chat about daddy said this daddy said that sometimes daddy is saying all rubbish you know and then you wonder where they learn all these things because daddy is saying all this at home but the simplicity that the child is just blindly listening to what the father is saying and that's what he wants where you come back to the dependency of listen to your daddy who's your daddy you came out of a realm of darkness you thought somebody else was your daddy and now you've come back to who's your daddy and that's what jesus came showing everybody who's your daddy listen came introducing to your real daddy your real father begotten of god born of him and so it says here he's the first one only begotten son means begotten means offspring came out of him who is in the bosom of the father father in the heart of the father he has declared him he is telling us is the representation of what your daddy who your daddy is okay and today throughout the year know who's your daddy we're not adam we're born from him born from above okay john 5 but jesus answered them <clears throat> my father has been working until now and i have been working Therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the sabbath that is the sunday they were not supposed to work but also said that god was his father one second the creator of heaven and earth the one who made the moon the stars the mountains the cow what else the forest the sea the trees the god who made everything is my daddy is your daddy the one who made everything is your daddy 
you know god made lucifer he didn't make satan before that lucifer was a cheap worship angel in heaven then he fell he became satan but think about it creator will always be greater than anything that is created and you're one with him he will be at your feet because jesus conquered sin and death for you know who your daddy is okay see this but <clears throat> therefore the jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the sabbath but also said that god who made the heavens and the earth is my daddy making himself equal with his daddy then jesus answered and said to him most assuredly i say to you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do for whatever he does the son also does in like manner i want to read that again making himself equal with god they understood i keep repeating this again and again and again because it's getting rooted in you they understood when he said father they knew it meant equal same jat i told you a dog can't call lion his father but a baby lion can call lion the father so they knew when jesus is saying father mean same species okay who's your daddy if god is your daddy then who does that make you another god okay god kind he is the greater one but i'm same jat born of him okay now see this making himself equal with god that's why it says we are joined heirs with christ he was my older brother came to pull me out of all the mess that adam did jesus comes second adam pulls us out give, brings us back home to a fathered life most times i tell people just relax you don't even read scripture sometimes scripture comes and then this happens to me sometimes i have a problem and i think like do i have to remember some scripture and then i realize scripture is not making me who i am all scripture is telling me when i read it is who i am and so sometimes i just relax knowing that i i just am who i am <laughs> i'm born of him by blood and so even if i'm not quoting any scripture even if i forget who i am he doesn't forget who i am <laughs> and what i mean to him i'm so fathered and then i'll see those things happen the promises become yes and amen and then i realize it's not my scripture that's making me who i am i'm born who i am and so are you you are born of him all that i'm telling you is just to remind you who you are that's it so that in the midst of the storm you can sleep you'll still get to the other side but you can get to the other side sleeping or you can get to the other side worried and all anxious and so that you'll just learn to rest and relax okay now see this let's go to the next <clears throat> the son can do nothing of himself you can do nothing of yourself but what he sees his father do for whatever he does the son also does in like manner i've taken the whole this this two weeks maybe we're going to do the whole uh, the gospel of john and in everything that jesus is speaking he is speaking of the father that means everything that he is doing he's so mindful that he is a fathered son you cannot understand sonship and it will just be the whole weight will be on you if you do not know that you're fathered sonship means to be a son means you have to have a father otherwise it's some sort of orphanhood where you're trying to be a son 
it it won't make sense and that's the time when you feel you're quoting scriptures and nothing is happening and you're saying all the right things and it's not relax just know that you're loved you have a father don't do anything stop praying stop praying about it just relax and then see apart from your prayers if those things get fixed then you'll realize it's not your prayers that fixed is is because who's you are who's your daddy you came the minute you came you were here we were lost children without the father without the shepherd and then we through christ he is the door you came back home to a fathered life where you don't have to figure it out for yourself the dependency is coming on back on being fathered and just listening to his words where adam lost it listening to someone else who's not your daddy how imagine what he felt like my children you didn't listen to me you listened to somebody else that portrayed himself like your daddy and what if the father is all about love because children are the pleasure of his heart i remember my dream when he said to me that your my greatest pride is that i get to be your father will you allow your life to be fathered by him and it's such a rest and then a simple thing like that right like the rickshaw comes what does heenal know that she's so fathered that she's just waiting the rain is pouring on five people and they're all drenched but the rick guy comes just to her and chooses to drop her home how loved is she that the father doesn't even want her to get drenched so simple okay she's a father or son look at this the son also does in like manner whatever he sees the father do for the father loves you and shows you all things that he himself does and he will show you greater works than these that you may marvel for as the father raises the dead and gives life to them even so the son gives life to whom he wills for the father judges no one but has committed all judgment to the son that all should honor the son just as they honor the father that all should honor the son just as they honor the father he who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him i've just gone a few verses down for as the father has life in himself so he has granted the son to have life in himself i love this revelation that the father gave me last week <clears throat> okay born again means born from above we are no more adam if you believe in jesus we are no more sons of adam we are sons of god god kind you became a new species adam gets his life from the food he eats and the blood that is in his body you and i are getting our life it says here from the father that's why it says later on jesus says you will live because i live you are getting your life from me you know i i have this instance okay i'm working with somebody and i realized that suppose you're getting your your finances so in my head i was thinking it this made sense to me if this is the person that's giving as long as he lives the supply will keep coming and it's the same thing in beloved we shared on this wednesday in my building in uh, uh, for our international audience our water supply comes from bmc which is called brahi mumbai municipal corporation brihan mumbai brand mumbai okay bmc it's a water supply comes from bmc now in my building it's a very old building currently that i stay in and um, so 
my water supply, everyone has a water problem. And then one day I realized that everyone comes to check if my water is coming in my apartment. So I say, yeah, it's coming in my apartment. And then they'll wonder why is it the water not coming to the other people, but my water comes. And so this one guy told me uh, in my building, the landlord, your pipe is different. <laughs> you have a different pipe. All the rest of the building has one pipe, but your pipe is different. So it's some separate pipe that is given to you. So they don't get the water, but you get the water. I don't know how that happens, but that happens, okay? And so I realized, I said, you know, when you came to Christ, your pipe changed, <laughs> okay? Your, your pipe, your life is coming from the Father, not from the world, world resources. So it doesn't matter what I eat also, because my life, my existence and everything, life, meaning for finances, for relationships, there's no dearth in the kingdom, even for spouses. It's not based on earthly realm. Your life, your supply for everything, your existence is coming from Him. Your pipe changed, pipeline changed. Okay, so the world has one pipeline, but we function from a different pipeline. And you can learn to rest. And that's why the wilderness was a complete different pipeline for the children. They've never even seen this pipeline. Manna from heaven, what does that look like? Not earthly. Even in the wilderness, imagine Jesus takes the disciples in the wilderness and then asks them, the, uh, the rest of the disciples, feed them. Give them bread to eat. And like disciples are like, uh, excuse me, like we were just in the city. You've brought us out in this desert and now you expect us to feed. And then he thinks it, this is a normal question. Normal, like in the storm, Jesus expects them to sleep and gets angry with them. So he actually thinks normal means don't worry. Normal means in the midst of the storm where thunder lightning is happening, go to sleep. Normal means in, in famine time, in COVID time, you'll get rich. That is normal for Christ is because he is the supply. It's coming from a different pipeline. It's not coming from the world. And so we are sons yoked from different pipes. Who's your daddy? Not Adam, not your mom, not your earthly parents. Heavenly, born again, born from above. Okay, now see this. For as the son, uh, as the father has life in himself, so he has granted the son to have life in your in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man. Verse 30, I can of myself do nothing as I hear, as I hear, I judge and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the father who sent me. In everything, Jesus is constantly talking about being fathered, being fathered and becoming a secure son is a son who knows that he's not alone, that he's loved. Then you'll understand you're beginning to get rooted in sonship. Okay? Now see this. John chapter 6. <clears throat> then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus is talking to his disciples. There may be Pharisees around. People are all sitting. And then they're asking, Tell us the work. Tell me what to do so that I can become a son. Or tell us what to do so that God will be pleased with me. Verse 29. Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God. This is the job of God. That you believe in him, in who? In Jesus, in him whom he sent. Bus. Have you all believed in him? Then you're all sons of God. You finished the work that he gave you to do. You're, you're from this side being an orphan, 
you've come back home to your father in all things now really <clears throat> my rest is that i'm fathered i remember when i got born again when i met i was you know anorexic then i got healed miraculously i never knew i was a sinner never i only knew i met my father that i didn't know my father and now i came back home to my father for three years i never knew what sinner was i joined a church then they told me jesus died for sins i didn't even know jesus died for sins okay i really knew that i've come back home to my father and so when i was in uk i was so like you know i had this lovely house and i got the job and everything and i i saw that my whole life is so fathered finished work means a fathered work that you learn to rest that when i didn't have even the scholarship money and how will i pay my fees someone goes out to pay a scholarship for me and to do something to get some form it chased me down and i had money and then i spent it on my shoes i got boots and then i was buying other things also always in abundance because i realized i constantly knew that i have a father that's the rest that i have a father the first day even when i met jesus i went to sleep i began to eat when the devil had told me don't eat food don't eat food i began to eat in faith knowing that i am back home with my father and it's going to be okay that i am fathered and really i was taking the word and even living out the word because i knew i was fathered and then i knew that i will only listen to my father who's my daddy i thought this was my daddy clearly not i was going to die now i've come back home i'm going to start listening to my daddy and my daddy says this and i'll blindly listen to it that's what you all are doing coming back home and quietly listening to what papa is saying shut up and listen okay see this what is he saying yeah verse 32 then jesus said to them most assuredly i say to you moses did not give you the bread from heaven but my father gives you the true bread from heaven so now jesus is taking them you know you got the manna in the desert and all but that was representational okay this is it means actually the true bread it's talking about me moses didn't give you the true bread <clears throat> did not give you the bread from heaven but my father gives you the true bread from heaven for the bread of god is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world that means the world is dead the world died and jesus is the one that has come in him we have life that's why it says we were dead in our trespasses and then you met christ you woke up you became alive i think you'll have to mute it okay Then they said to him Lord give us this bread always and Jesus said to them I am the bread of life he who comes to me shall never hunger and he who believes in me one second what does it say he who what is the next word yeah believes in me shall never thirst you, uh, someone called me some while ago <clears throat> and we're talking about she's a father's son I I see her life fathered but she chooses to worry. And so she said that uh, you know I, I'm worried about my future. I said okay. So what should I do? I said I can't do anything for you. I said you choose to worry. It's written there the only difference between one son and another son. I said you'll you you will also reach the destination. You'll realize but you will get there in anxiety and somebody else who believes that word will learn to rest and get it. I hung up the phone. I did not uh, go ahead in that conversation I was at a store actually then she called up again said actually you're right I'm simply warning he's taken care of me so much he will take care of me I said yes do you know that your essence 
the fact that you got born again, our rest is that we get to have a father. That is my rest, to be honest. You cannot understand sonship if you don't know your fathered. That the Lord is my shepherd, I've come back home to him. That I shall not want. So simple. I'm back home with my father. And if once you know your father, you'll quietly listen to what he says. Who's your daddy? In all things, you're not alone. And our life, our rest is that we came back home, we were lost. So we had to plan out our whole life. I remember when I was sick, because I remember that day when I saw the moon so big in the, in the window, it was like this uh, experience that I had before. And I was looking for somebody, like I knew there is somebody, but I don't know his name, I was in this confusion. And then the weight was on me that I have to figure my whole life out. I have to be my own savior. And the minute I met Jesus, what a rest, that I knew that I don't have to look over myself. That I can just relax knowing that I've, I'm fathered. And what a rest it was. And then it's like teaching you sonship to walk on a rope without a net down. It's not like that. It's not, you have a net. It's like I learned to walk on water, but he's there, he's got you. When Peter was walking, when Jesus told him, get out of the boat, he walked a bit. When he began to drown, his father was there. Jesus said, okay, he pulled him out of the water. Yeah, why did you doubt? Put him back in the boat. Your father, so I can learn, yeah, I'm a new creation, it's not in my nature, but I always knew like, yeah, you're understanding what I'm saying, okay? In the security of knowing that you're fathered, you can walk like a son. How many parents are there when the children, child learns their first steps? You're there and they're walking, walking and you're there to hold them and if they trip, back on. But you want to make them walk by themselves, you don't want to carry them, right? But it's always done in the governance of being fathered, not an orphan. <clears throat> and sometimes you can feel sonship wrong if you don't know your father, then everything is a weight on you. You better pull down the thoughts, if you don't do it, nothing will happen. <clears throat> no, no, that's a sense of orphanhood. You learn to rest knowing that you're loved. And when you know that you're loved, that you have a father, then naturally all those things will come down. You'll pull down those thoughts because you have a daddy. What I only listen to what my daddy says. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to all this junk that you're saying, okay? It's like that. Now see this. Then Jesus said to them, <clears throat> most assuredly I say to you, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go down to verse 38. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread, where did I go? The, yeah. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. You know, hunger, you can be hungry, but if you're thirsty, that's something else. You want water. You can have Coke, Pepsi. Nothing will quench like simple water. Okay? And it says here, he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I say to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. I love this. That's why we don't do like the world does evangelism. All that the Father gives, gives me, will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Sons, your whole, if your whole life is a finished work, then everyone in your path is also probably laid out <laughs> for a reason. You're usually pulling them in. There are many sons here who are just in my path. And they're all here. Because you're a son. Your whole life is fathered now. Everything about you. 
Okay, now see this. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing. Your whole life is in the blood. Your whole life is hidden in Christ, in the Father, in the blood. Your whole life, it says, if you are in Christ, you died. Now my whole life is in Christ, in what? In? In the Father. <laughs> in the Father. Okay? You are so loved. You are so fathered. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Verse 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Just wait. For the people who come. They will come to you. You don't need to pull them. <laughs> Relax. You're a son. No one can come to you unless the father draw him. So let the father draw him. You go speak, speak. The ones who have to hear it, they will come. Okay? That's what we do in Beloved. Look at verse... Uh, I've just gone a few scriptures down. Verse 57. As the living father sent me, I live because of the father. Why are you living? So he who feeds on me will live because of me. You live, your supply is because of the Father. Your pipeline has changed. Your means of existence comes from the Holy Spirit, not from the food you eat or anything that you're doing. It comes from Adam generation, yeah. Do your blood tests, do your reports, check everything that you're doing. But our existence, your rest should be that you become a new species and these new species, these sons of God, they get their life from the Father. They don't get their life from something that is perishable. Food. Okay? See this, verse 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh, that means this, profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The words that you are speaking, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus was the first son, the first begotten. But after him came many born of him, begotten. So he is the first born again among many brethren. That means he created a new jat called sons of God, born again, who have different pipelines. They do not have their origin and their source from the earthly things, but they have their source from the kingdom and abundance, from their father. So that's why in Matthew, uh, <clears throat> I think it's 16 or 6, where Jesus talks about, you know, do not worry. And then he's going on telling, he's saying, the Gentiles will worry, the people who don't have a father. But then he's telling, but you have a father, so learn to relax. That your rest is that everything about your life is so fathered. To date, in spite of me preaching sonship, and I know all things, my rest is that I have a father. <laughs> Really, in all things, now I go to sleep, I just know that I'm fathered, okay? And then sometimes I also don't understand things, but I see things done for me is because I'm fathered. That is my rest. And that is the rest that you should have. Your greatest rest, a son cannot be a son if he doesn't know he has a father. A father, that means it's constantly two. 
you know that you're not alone okay see this john 7 then jesus cried out as he taught in the temple saying you both know me and you know where i am from and i have not come of myself but he who sent me is true whom you do not know but i know him how come he knows him now see what he says in the next verse for i am from him and he sent me let's read that again you both know me and you know where i am from where is he from he's come from i told you this before everyone looked at him he looks human he looks man the son of man but they know everything that he does he is not from here his origin is somewhere else and same for you and me we look human born from my mother's womb looks man but the origin is spiritual i'm you're born from above okay see this <clears throat> I have not come of myself. He who sent me is true, whom you do not know, but I know him, for I am from him. Say this. I know him, for I am from him. I know him, for I am from him. Born from him. Everything changes. Our whole life, including our loved ones, is in this realm, is in his blood. Your whole life is fathered. We learn to rest. prayer has become very need based prayer means needs and then stop praying about the very problem you have and then you'll realize coming back home is actually relationship and that you're not praying you don't pray also nothing just rest just know that you're back home with your father and he's got everything figured out for you you learn to relax you'll see those problems submit to you because you're in another realm you've come back home to daddy see this the pharisees therefore said to him you bear witness of yourself john 8 verse 13 you bear witness of yourself your witness is not true jesus answered and said to them even if i bear witness of myself my witness is true why for i know where i came from what did he say in the above verse i am from him now he is saying my witness is true because i know where i came from and where i'm going where have you come from who's your daddy if he is your daddy you're equal with him same jat same species okay god kind look at this <clears throat> but you do not know where i am i come from and where i am going you judge according to the flesh the world humans will judge according to the flesh means what we see in everything there's a judgment that happens to adam will judge according to the flesh okay i judge no one and yet if i do judge my judgment is true look at this for i am not alone but i am with the father who sent me what does he say i am not alone jesus is a fathered son beloved simply means to know you have a father in all things my greatest greatest problems that showed up all i knew is my father 
is there. And it went it uh, really, you know, when you know that your father, you're not alone. I was also believing the word and what he said about me, but it came hand in hand together that if I'm with my daddy, then I will just listen to what dad says. I'm not going to listen to all this, what the world is saying. It went hand in hand. It was not like two separate things. And I feel sometimes it's, a, it's an effort to quote scripture. Everything is because you don't really believe that you're fathered. Then it becomes an effort. You're quoting scripture and scripture. And I'm like, forget all the scripture. Don't you know that you have a father? Relax. The scripture you're quoting is not making you a son. All that scripture should show you whose you are. That your jat is different, that you're here. That's all it's doing. So just go to sleep. It's not, you're not becoming something who you already are. You learn to rest that this simply shows me who I am. And that's why I can relax. I am that I am that I am. Okay? Now see this. <clears throat> Verse 23. It is also written in your law that the testimony of, of two men is true. I'm on verse 17. I am one who bears witness of myself and the father who sent me bears witness of me. The father bears witness of you. The father bears witness to the truth. Verse 23. And he said to them, I love this again. You are from, you are from beneath. I am from, he's already said this three times. In one passage, he's saying where his origin is. Before he says, I am from him. Then he says, you are from here, I'm not from here, I'm from, I'm not alone, I'm from my father. Now he's saying, you are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. In this world, you don't have a father. In this world, you have a father. So you learn to relax. Okay, look at this. Verse 28. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father. Who's teaching you? Who's teaching you? Yeah. Allow yourself to be fathered. He teaches you. In all things, if you go to Him, whatever the biggest problem, you will always overcome it. One, you know that you're not alone. You're born from him. And then quietly you listen to what he's saying. Okay. See this. Which verse was I on? 28. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the son of man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself, but as my father taught me. I speak, this, I speak these things. And he who sent me is, is with me. The father has not left me the father has not left me alone. He keeps saying he's father constantly. I'm not alone. My father is with me in all things. For I always do those things that please him. Verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. This is, he's speaking to the Jews before he's going on the cross. After getting born again, you become a son of God. Born from above. Before that, he is the son, okay? And he's talking to them because the Holy Spirit is not in them. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. It is the truth that sets you free. That's why it's called the spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth. We read, we began John by saying grace and truth 
came through Jesus. That means this whole world lies to you. The devil lied to you. Everything lies. And then Jesus comes saying, I am the truth. Now you listen to the truth because you are sons of the truth. You are sons of the light. By default, by nature, you will bear witness. Everything will you bear witness with the truth that, yeah, I am of my daddy. Born again. Born from above. Not the daddy of this world. Okay? Adam generation. John 10. I am the good daddy. The good shepherd. And I know my sheep. I know my children. And I am known by my own. As the father knows me. Even so, I know the father. The father knows you. The father, your father, knows you. And you are known by your father. Even so, I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep, for my children. And other children, my sheep, I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. Getting all children back and one father. I told you when he said, no, I have so many children. When he came in my dream and he said, I said, what's your greatest pride? I have so many children. My flock is so much. But they have only one shepherd. They have only one father. Getting to be your father is my greatest pride. So that you can say, the rickshaw, I gave it to you. Okay? I really feel, you know, children, the parents just want to lavish their love on children. It's got perverted in the world now. But true parents, parenting, you just want to be good to your children. And you just want to see them smile, see them happy. And I believe the father, all that he wants to do is celebrate you. Just so that your joy may be full. That I, I am so happy that you bear fruit. That you are happy. In all things, I believe he just wants to father. <laughs> just wants to be a father to you. Okay? Now see this. It says here... <clears throat> Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my father. Jesus answered them, I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe because you are not, you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep, my children hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. That means they know me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. What is oneness? Always knowing that you're fathered. Really. Then you'll know, you'll have rest. I look at that in David's life. And when David uh, is, David is secure in his own relationship. That's why he can take the lion and the bear down. Then he goes and takes the Goliath down. And then what was his rest? Even when he went in front of Goliath, that he is not going this. Father is giving Goliath into his hands. Our rest is that you died. Now, the creator of heaven and earth has not chosen to live outside, but comes and dwells in you. 
that he's with you in all things i love it later when jesus says i will not leave you orphans that now you've seen me in the flesh and now you're all scared because now you will not see me in the flesh anymore that you're going but then he tells them i will not leave you orphans and then after jesus died and rose again he appeared to them but he looked different on the road of emmaus because he was walking with them but it says they didn't recognize him but then after that he broke bread it said our hearts were burning and then after the breaking of bread they realized who he was that means how are they getting to know who he is not by flesh because in the word it says after jesus rises again we will regard no man according to the flesh not even christ even after he appeared in the room okay when he appeared to ima uh, on the road of emmaus he looked different when he made breakfast for them on the sea and then what happened the disciples were in the boat and then this guy on the on the shore says put your uh, net on the right side because they've not caught anything and then the minute they have a big catch peter says it is the lord or john said it is the lord and then said he they peter jumped out wore his cloak jumped in the water and ran and then it says that they did not bother to ask him who he was and guess what he is doing he is making them breakfast he taught them to caught i mean the fish he only gave them gave it to them but they thought they caught it okay so they get it the net is not broken this harvest full they then he says get your fish but then it already says that there was coal they saw and there was fish and there was bread and then he is giving them breakfast someone doing it all for them and they knew that it was him so they're not going by now flesh they are going by the witness how by the word that's why we as sons our identity is secure in what the father says not in the flesh the beggar can come at your window and knock and you know that the father spoke because we're children of spirit now born again born of his spirit our identity is coming by spirit okay and so really allow yourself to be fathered and sometimes that means not running to the person to fix it i had recently uh, a meeting and i was doing online and all of their rest the testimonies were i joined the prayer group and they prayed and it got fixed and so they i i saw that their their rest is in the prayer group what if the prayer group doesn't stand or sister so and so prayed and it got fixed and so i said they've been introduced to the church but not him and that thing can crumble because they have no personal relationship but what if there was no prayer group i don't i i understand where the body is but then if there is no prayer group you'll go directly to him you'll realize it's not about prayer that your whole life is not prayer and then gets fixed then again prayer no relationship and then you realize stop praying you realize you're a son you're so fathered coming back home to him that everything is taken care of even before the need shows up the answer is already there because you're so loved allow yourself to be loved what does it mean by allow yourself to be loved don't run to the person next to you just wait wait on your father he's pretty much already got it figured out and that's how your own relationship will, will get strengthened then you will be a fixer for other people but you'll point them back to the father that's why jesus came introducing us back to our father that's what he did it's your relationship is supposed to be with the father really okay let's go ahead okay jesus answered 
many works, good works I have shown you. I'll take another 10 minutes and then we'll close and we'll continue next time. Jesus answered there, many good works I have shown you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him saying, for a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy and because you being a man make yourself God. Make yourself God. Now see this, they are saying. He is just saying, my father, my father. But now they are hearing, he's saying that he's God. See what they're hearing. Okay, but that is true because they know if you say father means same species. You are just saying you're a different jat. You, you being man, you are making yourself equal with calling yourself God. Now look at Jesus' answer to this. Verse 34. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law, I said you are gods? Okay. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the father sanctified, that is Christ, and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the son of God? If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do, Though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. How many have laid hands on sick people and they've got healed? Just put your hands up if you haven't also. Now you will. Okay? The same thing. You can't do anything if you're doing things just like Christ. It's because you become another son of God. Because it's Christ in you who's doing all of that. He's saying here that the Father is in me. That's why the Father is doing all of these things. So if you don't believe, believe because of all these works that I'm doing because it's the Father who's doing it. So now if you're laying hands and the same things are happening, he's not the only son. There are many sons just like him. That's why you're able to do those things because you've become another son of God. Okay, look at this. Um, <clears throat> Believe that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Therefore, they sought again to seize him, but he escaped out of their hand. I love this. He escaped out of their hand. Why he escaped out of their hand? Why you escape out of those things? You're not here. You're here. Who's your daddy? Police is coming to you. Someone came to you. They knocked on your door. Come. Don't you know I'm not from here? I'm from above. The Father wants you to send angels for me also. Okay? You, you live a life of rest. Knowing that you're in this world, but not of this world. You have a father who's with you in all things. And so you just quietly listen to what your dad is saying. Who's your daddy? Okay. Let's take one more scripture. It's 134, 135. We'll close. Jesus said to her, did I not? Okay, so now this is with Martha and Mary. It says that Jesus loved Martha, Mary and Lazarus, the brother. Lazarus dies. Jesus no, uh, hears the news, but he waits a few more days. Jesus goes now. Jesus said to her, now they're all crying, moaning, worldly love, given, compassion, comfort, and he hates it. And then he puts them all out. Jesus said to her, now he's angry with Mary, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone. Now this is after uh, he's coming to raise Lazarus up. Okay, he's having this conversation with Mary. And then then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, I love this. And this is true for you, sons. Father, say this. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. 
only the father answers the prayer of the son. It's simple. Son asks, father answers. How many of you, Amitabh Bachchan, will answer the phone ASAP if Abhishek calls? Because who's calling? Son is calling. Direct access. Modi, okay, he has no children. Anyone else, okay? Let's say some president. No matter how busy, he's going to answer that phone because who's calling? Son is calling. The simplicity of that relationship. I love this and I always say this. Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me. Bus. But because so that I can shut all these people up, he said, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Now he who had said these things, now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, lose him, let him go. The son asks, the father hears. Son asks, father will listen. Once now I was doing all this like early days, okay. And I really thought like I had the scripture and all. And then I went to sleep. Someone had a dream and uh, in that dream it was just said, just tell her to ask. So simple. Just tell her to ask. Nothing else. Just ask. What? Just ask. So simple. Yeah. Because your whole life is fathered. He wants to be the giver. He wants to be the father that in the end you will say, my father did this for me. And all glory goes to him because it's just about he wanting to father. Just wanting to be a good parent. Like you say, you know. I just want to boast that tomorrow this kid can say, what a good father I have. That's what he wants to be. I see the simplicity of all that he does in the Old Testament. He's boasting and everything so that the kids can say, look what my daddy did. Who's my daddy? Okay. Now see this. Um, last scripture, let me close. John 13. I love this. Now Jesus is washing the disciples' feet. Before he can wash the disciples' feet, before he can even serve, look what it says in verse 13. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from and was going to... Yeah. In all things, he knows where he is from, whose he is. He knows all things have been given into my hands, security... And now it says he knows where he is from and where he is going also. It says then he rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel with which he was girded. He actually began to serve. You can't serve if you don't know who you are. You can only serve in the security of knowing that all things are anyway yours. Your identity is not coming from you sweeping the floor. <laughs> you will do it. 
is because you're secure that your identity is coming from your father. All things are given to you. The more you know, it'll make you more humble. You'll end up serving more. Okay? And then it says where he's from and where he is going. So it's okay, I'm going to wash your feet. Because I love it. Why does it say before that? He knew that the father had given all things into his hands. Where he is from, where he is going. Now he is washing his disciples' feet. So secure. The more bigger the stars, I feel they have nothing to boast. They just do things because they don't get their identity. They're not looking at their identity from the cars they drive or the things that they're doing. Yeah, our identity comes from him. That's why it doesn't matter what you do, which car you drive, what clothes you wear. We have nothing to prove to anybody. You are born from him, your daddy. Who's your daddy? The more bigger you get, you know, was it Steve Jobs who wore just a black t-shirt and jeans? All, every time. So just, because everyone knows who Steve Jobs is. Jobs or Jobs, what is it? Okay. Who he is, he has nothing to prove. And that's the same in the spiritual realm. Everyone knows who you are. You have nothing to prove, but only prove to yourself. So learn to rest. Who's your daddy? Okay? We're going to close here. And I'm going to continue. Who's your daddy on next week, next Sunday. And uh, yeah, our beginning on 2022 is knowing that you're fathered. Finished work means a fathered life. Your whole life is fathered. Where... Just the way Jesus' life was so, everything was fathered for him. He was, he was sent to finish all the works that the Father had pre prepared beforehand for him. The same way in Ephesians it says that we are his workmanship, his new creation prepared beforehand, that we're walking beforehand in the good works that the Father has kept for us, prepared for us, that we may walk in. So just the way Jesus' life was, so is yours now. That's why parents, you can be carefree. Parents, don't be a parent to your child. Be a son to your child. The, the child has only one father. Heavenly father. Okay? And so if you learn to minister even to your loved ones as sons, then you won't feel overprotectiveness, everything. But if you come into the identity of a parent, then it's all chaos. Learn to just govern as just, I'm a son. I'm just going to be a son. Life-giving spirit. The one who is the savior, he's going to do everything. He's going to father everything for you, okay? And we'll talk about that in the next, in the next Sunday message. So let's stand. Let's give a thanksgiving to the Father right now. I want you to cast all your cares. If you have some things that need prayer, I want you to forget all of that. Just forget all your problems. Just rest. See yourself seated at the right hand of the Father right now. You're seated in Christ. I like to say you're seated in His lap. Knowing that you're loved, that he's wrapped you, he's got his arms all around you. That you're so loved, that your greatest rest when you met Jesus is that Jesus took you and brought you home back to his father and your father. And that now your whole life is a fathered life. Learn to rest that even all your problems are in him. And he's got them all figured out. And even as you stop running after them, you'll realize that the Father has gone ahead making every problem your footstool, <clears throat> learning to make you sit in Him, rest in Him. Okay? Just say, Father, I thank you. I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe, a thanksgiving of all the increase and life 
that you brought to my soul. Yeah, and just begin to worship him right now. Thank him. Oh, Rahadariya Rarabha, Vashik Rahadala Rarabha, Vahastiriya Rarabha, Storiya Rarabha, Vasheriya Rarabha, Vahastoriya. Yes, the father says that I really, really, really love you. Everything about your life is already figured out by me. So just learn to rest. Yeah, just learn to rest and enjoy my love for you. Yeah, amen.